everybody. Welcome to episode two of the For the Banette podcast. Today, it's me, Hiba, joined by Zina and Haurat. And Amana. We're going to have a nice, fun podcast for you guys today. I do want to put out a small disclaimer. This podcast and this episode specifically is not to discourage anyone from wearing a hijab. And it's not to prevent anyone or give you any ill assumptions about the hijab. We're merely just sharing our own experiences, our opinions, the taboos that we faced in our community about the hijab. This is no way in a way to tell you to not wear it or to force you to wear it. Today on the show, we have two former hijabis, two girls who used to wear hijab versus two present hijabis who, and we'll be discussing our opinions, what we faced, why we took it off versus why they're still wearing it. So that's our discussion for today. If Zina would like to start awesome. us. Yeah, I'm super excited about this topic because I have a lot to say about it personally. First off, I do want to start off with the topic of does not wearing a hijab or taking it off make you less of a Muslim or an outcast in the community. So I would have to turn this back around to you, Hiba and Amana, because me and Hauda are present mm-hmm. um, hijabis. So yeah. as a hijabi, I do feel very included in the community and I feel very Muslim because I you can right. tell straight yeah. right off the mm-hmm. bat. So does taking off the hijab make you feel less of a Muslim? Did it make you feel like an outcast in the community? Tell us about your experience. Personally, for me, I wore the hijab multiple times, oh, which really? it's not just once and I took it off. Tell us oh. when you first put I it first on. wore it in like fifth grade when I was little. It's because of that thing you see your whole family wearing mm-hmm. it and it's like, okay, I'm about to go to middle school after right, this. Like, right. I want to be a grown up. I put it on. I took it off like two months later, <sighs> not even like a month later. I was like, this feels hot. I don't want it. <laughs> it just came right off. Right. So if I understood you correctly, your influence to wear the hijab was because you wanted to feel grown up or was it maybe an influence from your parents to wear it? My family never forced me to wear a hijab, mm-hmm. but it's when you see in an Arab community, especially living in Dearborn, you see everyone who's older than you, or sometimes even kids my own age, like mm-hmm. past the age of nine, wearing a hijab. You're like, okay, so I'm supposed to do this since everyone else is right. doing it. But you never really learn like the true intention of it. Fifth grade, when I took it off, my mom was like, it's fine, you're just a kid, like mm-hmm. you don't know what it means. But when you're older, you can't put it on and take it off like this. Like mm-hmm. you have to know the value. And then in high school, Senior year, I wore it and I took it off. I took it off also a couple months later, like two, three months later. I wore it because I felt like I had to wear it to look like a good person and a good Muslim. I was like in that point where I had a boyfriend and people kept telling me, no, it's haram. You're Iraqi, you're like, Muslim. you wear the hijab and you represent us and like, you can't be doing this and that. Mm-hmm. So I felt, I was like, okay, since I can't do any of these things and I'm expected to be in, like a hijabi, a Iraqi, a Muslim right. like this, I have to wear a hijab. And I wore it and I, you know, observed modest clothing too. Mm-hmm. And I did the whole thing. But then like two months later, I was like, this isn't me. I'm wearing it to please other people. I still don't have the intention of wearing it. I I respect the hijab and I don't want to wear it and do something that's going to reflect even worse on me because I'm wearing a hijab. I just took it off at that point. I was like, if I ever feel like it's my time to wear it, then I'll wear it. But as of right now, I was like, it's just not for me. I know I need to be at a certain level in my deen to wear it before just wearing it for everyone else. Okay, well, from what you just shared with us, it seems like both times that you decided to wear the hijab was for everyone else. Yes. And rather than your relationship with God. Yes. Okay. What about you, Amana? Can you tell us about your experience? 
I could definitely see and agree with Hiba and where she's coming from as far as to where it goes. I also put it on because one, I thought it was cool and cute. And, you know, you have so many influences, especially in Dearborn with people around you wearing hijab. It does come off that way. I put it on in fourth grade, which was super young. And my mom even told me, are you sure you want to do this? Like, you don't have to, all that. But I was confident in it. I wore it from fourth grade all the way up till senior year in high school. And then I took it off. (laughs) Girl, you have more curves than me. I worked that thing (laughs) off. (laughs) Um, Tell us about your experience taking it off. What do you think maybe influenced that? I didn't feel that connection with it. Like you mentioned earlier, where it's like, I didn't feel that Islamic, like godly connection with it. The way I used to wear it and through my actions especially with the way I used to wear it, because I never used to wear it properly. I felt like I was just disrespecting the hijab and everyone else who wore the hijab altogether. What do you mean wear it properly? What is Because I feel like there's a lot of maybe different perspectives yeah. when it comes to wearing it properly. Mm-hmm. So what was I, like? well, I was I used to wear it to the back, like fully had my neck exposed. I used mm-hmm. to wear like low cut shirts. I used to have my hair showing. So it was more of like a a, a, a legit like scarf around my head oh, it was not I even see. like practicing hijab at that moment in time so i feel like maybe these similar perspectives i i think I, i'm noticing a pattern maybe seeing the outside world and doing the hijab because of people around you rather than mm-hmm. your relationship with god is, is that mm-hmm. does that sound correct to both of you yeah yeah, yeah okay so i'm going to talk about my experience with the hijab mm-hmm. and then how that maybe and can then, yeah, follow up after me because we are both um, currently wearing the hijab. I put the hijab on at the age of 10 and I wore it off and on, off and on up until I was 14. I was in Iran and I just got very um, aware of what the hijab means and I just fell in love with it and I stuck with it ever since. So I think that's the difference. So when you wore it, when you started at the age of 10, did your parents bring it up like, hey, it's the age to wear? Or did you feel like you just should because everyone else was? Yeah, it was it was just like, oh, it's time. Do you know what I mean? It's time for you to wear it. No one forced me to do anything. But they like pushed you in the direction to it. So I started off practicing wearing it Mm -hmm. to school just to get everyone used to it and get myself used to it. Um, and then I wore it every single day starting sixth grade. Mm-hmm. But then in like seventh grade, if there was a party, I wouldn't wear it. Mm-hmm. If there was like a wedding, I wouldn't wear it. You know, it wasn't yeah. legit. Um, so I think 14, that was around eighth grade. It was 100% legit. I wore it correctly with the right clothes, covered everything. I definitely think the hijab saved me from a lot. Mm-hmm. I think I would have gotten a lot of trouble and a lot of bad situations in high school probably if it weren't for the hijab so i have a relationship with the hijab it's not just clothes right like it saved me from a lot and i can't imagine myself without it if i'm gonna be honest every single hijab has thought about not wearing it life would be just easier especially when i was living in st louis missouri Mm -hmm. redneck central right yeah (laughs) you don't believe how easy my life would have been if i had just taken the hijab off so of course we have these feelings, we have these thoughts, but I feel like whenever I feel low or depressed, that's when I start thinking of taking off the hijab. That's that's how I know, oh, that's you're feeling off. 
Yeah. I don't, I would never take it off, but that's how I indicate. Like, like okay, something's like going something's on. Something's going wrong yeah. inside. Um, so yeah, I feel like the hijab is my moral compass. Um, and I can't imagine my life without it. And that's a gift. It definitely yeah, is. Yeah. So I think that's the difference between maybe myself and maybe you and Amana. You guys maybe wore it for the outside. Mm-hmm. Rather, I'm wearing it for my own health and for God to um, right. be happy with me. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to dive into like another topic after we get how yeah, out story yeah. about the morals of it because I love what you said. Yeah. But let's hear how out story. So first. my experience with wearing the hijab, I first started wearing the hijab in third grade, actually. Wow. Like mm-hmm. full on, like headscarf and like everything. So I don't know if you know what it is, like a jibba. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Is it black? Girl, the black ones, the pink ones, oh, the yellow ones. <laughs> For those who don't know what abai is, it's, pro- it's like a traditional dress that um covering. It's yeah, it's like yeah. a long sleeve maxi dress, mm-hmm. exactly. usually in black, but it comes in other colors. Yeah. So I started wearing the hijab and the abaya in third grade. The more I started wearing it, the more my relationship with the hijab kind of like shifted. Yeah. So when I first started wearing it, I wanted to wear it. I saw a lot of people around me wearing it, and I was like, okay, wait. So everybody else is wearing it. I want to wear it. Like this is cool. Like what is this? So I started wearing it, and then, like, two years in, I noticed, like, okay, everyone else is wearing it. Like, it's hot out, and I'm wearing, like, this, and I'm wearing that. And then I started, like, kind of questioning it. I wasn't really—I felt like I wasn't really seeking answers. I was just more, like—I don't know. I just—I think maybe the environment I was in influenced how I was thinking about the job. I saw, like, everybody else around me wasn't, and my friends would be like, oh, like, why are you— like covered long. yeah like we were like fourth grade fifth grade everyone and i'm wearing like a long ass you know yeah so then that just made me like kind of question myself i kind of like pushed myself away from our culture i really don't like the way i'm dressing i don't like this blah 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 so i like bring it up to my parents and my parents would be like okay no you had to if you wanna wear the hijab you gotta wear it right it was just very weird to me and confusing but i would say that was around like 14, 15, but as I grew up, I started talking to a lot of, like, people at the mosque and just more understanding what the hijab is. It's more than just wearing, just covering yourself. It's mm-hmm. deeper than that. And I think the more I grew to understand what the hijab was and the more I understood, like, how it was beneficial to me, the more I started to, like, accept it and, like, love it. But the more I understood it, the better my relationship got with it. I don't okay. think I ever felt, like, pressure to, like, keep it I thought it was like all my choice, but it was more like it was more like a fight with myself more mm-hmm. than just like the community and everything else. So you grew to love it. Yes. Okay, that's mm-hmm. that's awesome. Um, I do want to go into the topic of men and the hijab. I, I do want to start with Aman and Heba, um, who did take off their hijabs. Did you notice that men got creepier once you took off the hijab, or did you think it was the same? I definitely know if I was presently wearing a hijab right now, if mm-hmm. I never took it off in high school, I would, first of all, this is so wrong to say, but it is very true. A lot of the issues I have with men would have been eliminated. And it's kind of weird to say because here's the thing. No, that's interesting. In Dearborn, it's all out of central, basically. Yeah. And especially on social media right now, on TikTok, Twitter, it's like cool to be cultured cool to be muslim when back then we were laughed at for it Mm -hmm. so now when you see guys and they're always making this joke like i want this perfect muslim girl Mm -hmm. and she has to be a hijabi and all this and then they see me without a hijab it's like oh no 
fuckboy mode is like on basically but once they message my friends on instagram who do wear a hijab and we're very similar in our personality no they talk to her in like a respectful way they approach them differently there is a difference in how men approach hijabis versus not hijabis Mm -hmm. so i feel like my dms would have been a lot nicer (laughs) but i do also feel like even when you wear a hijab, there's this giant stigma of you're not allowed to do a single thing wrong because you're held to a standard that I'm not. If Zena was to do something, even just hold a guy's hand, it could be her brother. And if someone saw that... Oh, sweetheart, I ain't never holding my brother's hand. Uh-uh. <laughs> if she me. was to hold like a guy's hand, people would be like, oh my God, look at her. Right. She's out yeah. holding a man's hand and she's a hijabi. How dare she? Does she not know she's supposed to be like this woman of Dean and everything and no contact? It's actually a story from my friend. She was seen with her brother eating at a restaurant or something and then this guy saw her from like he used to go to high school with her and he called my sister up and he was like i saw your friend with this um guy with this guy and they're (laughs) sitting alone and it's like very weird and i just wanted to call you and let you know and he just talked to her as if like he was trying to like help and like when he's really just gossiping right right i've had that so weird (laughs) i've had that happen to me by the way i'm not even a hijabi and i've had someone tell me um why did i see you with the guy like you're muslim you're so i'm like bro that's my brother (laughs) we were grabbing mcdonald's like that's not haram but when you're a hijabi it's reflected 10 Mm -hmm. times worse and i know right now if i put on a hijab half the things i'm doing i could not do (laughs) so if let me get this straight when you took off the hijab the men got creepier and yes. and they lost their respect they immediately lose respect it's like as soon as you're not a hijabi oh you must be having sex you must be drinking you must be doing all these haram things really whereas it, this if i send a guy a picture of me wearing a hijab if he doesn't know what i look like I'm like oh my god so you've never dated before right you've never done any of this before right? and i'm just like why is that an assumption like there's no difference other then I put a hijab on my head. I know what it reflects, of course, but it's just amazing to see that guys really change their perspective the second if they see you hijab or not, the way mm-hmm. they treat you, the way they act, the things they ask of you is just dramatically changes. What about you, Amana? Tell us about your experience. Um, I would say the creep status remained the same. Oh, okay. Because I feel like even though like I did take it off a long time ago, I can barely Mm. remember. (laughs) Um, I just feel like guys still didn't have any shame whether I wore hijab or not. I don't know. I just honestly, I don't see a difference. I feel like it remained the same. Like guys had no shame in approaching a hijabi girl. And and you know what I could say, though, is non-Arabic men approached me more with hijab on no way rather than it off using the hijab as an excuse to try to talk to me like oh do you have to wear that or oh i see that all the time around here what is that you have on what's that called on your head like just as a icebreaker to try to talk to me in some sort of way but it's like use google sir don't interrupt me in my fine day okay i'm not here to teach there's many seminars online to teach you about hijab so please don't approach me and Mm -hmm. ask me about it like i'm sorry but there's a time and a place Place, you know to approach somebody about yeah, their don't be sorry anywhere. girl exactly thank you <laughs> that has happened i do agree with amana people who are not muslim or maybe not educated about the hijab would come up and be like oh you know you don't have to wear that we're in the u.s oh i'm like 
Not necessarily that, but I could read people's intentions behind mm-hmm. asking yeah. me. Like some people are genuinely curious and I don't mind sharing. Yeah. But in other senses, it's like you're really creeping me out. So Amana, in your experience, you would say the creeps remain the same. Yes. Okay. Okay. So let me talk <laughs> yeah. about my experience. I feel like, well, I've always had to had the hijab on, but I feel like I get just as many creeps. Have you experienced when you were hijabi, the hijabi fetishizers? Yeah. Oh my God. It's the oh weirdest thing. Whether you wear the hijab or don't. There's always creeps. There are always creeps. And maybe, like, I do think the hijab saved me from a lot, but it saved me ma- from me making the bad choices, I yeah. think, rather than people approaching me. And mm-hmm. I feel like I had more creeps between the ages of 12 and 15 oh definitely mm-hmm. those oh, kick days God, yes. but can i just point something out real <laughs> yeah, quick yeah this just goes gooby. back to show it does not matter what you have exactly on. Yes. It, you could be yes. in a whole dress abaya covering head to toe baggy scarf if you i get am a living mo- proof if, of that <laughs> yeah if you get a sexual offender walk past you he's gonna offend no matter what a woman has on. Yes. Mm, Exactly. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, It is. But I feel like, um, going back to what I was saying prior, um, I got more creeps between the ages of 12 and 15, and I think it's because I didn't have that resting bitch face. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know how to stand up for myself, you know. And now, even if it's like a like a guy just asking a normal question, like for example, I think this was like yesterday. He was like, "What is that on your head?" I'm not getting paid for this. I'm not about to educate you about anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ask someone else. I'm sorry. Like, I love helping people, and if you're like genuinely curious, sure. Yeah. But if you're just like, "Hey, you sexy white, what are you wearing, Mm-mm. boy?" If I could just like piggyback off of that real quick. Yes. I think it's based off the innocence. I feel like mm, if a guy yes. sees the matter of innocence in a female is high, they pounce on that. Oh but if they see a girl is confident and she's a champ and she's going to kick you in the nuts, <laughs> he's not going to try anything. <laughs> and that's so unfortunate that I had to become so hard. You know what I mean? Because I feel like I'm a sweet person, but I had to, yeah. I learned to be mean. And you have to, as a woman and as a hijabi Mm -hmm. in the society, you have to be mean. And it's like stern. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm very blessed because no one dares to mess with me now. But it's just like, give me a break. Like, let's right. just, you know, yeah. I'm just I was naturally born aggressive since I was a child. <laughs> you know what someone said to me the other day? What? He was talking about my hijab and I was like, excuse me. He was like, oh, I like aggressive women. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Um. Oh, no. OK, I don't know how to I hate when they say that. That's just gross. It's like me being mean is me trying to be sexy. That it's they fetishize everything. So, yeah, like what Just can we do? What can we do to be yourself? Safe? It turns you on. Oh my god! <laughs> put yourself aside and listen to what I have to say. Right. Oh my god. Okay, let's talk about the non hijabi. What spiritual abuse, if any, did you experience when taking the hijab off? I know Amana took it off maybe a long time ago, but if you do remember any, or do you recall anything, do let us know. Amana, do you um, want to start us off? Well, no, I don't. I don't think so because again, like I like barely wore it. So like mm. as the years went on, less and less of the hijab I represented. Mm, okay. So I don't think it really was a shock to anybody. I didn't face any backlash when I um had taken not from it your off family, not from the community, not from the mosque, anything like that. No. Okay. No, alhamdulillah, no. Alhamdulillah. And what about you, Heba? I had okay, so I want to point this out because this is a factor in the hijab itself, especially in where I'm from. When you're Iraqi, 
Yeah, There's already strictness. And like me, Hara, and Zina are already Iraqi. So like we understand it and it's a thing. I'm sure this happens everywhere else. But in our community, it's like very pressured mm-hmm. where yeah. I was already, when I was growing up, I already had to dress modest. There was no mm-hmm. shorts. There was no tank tops. Yeah, There's yeah. all this. Barely any short sleeves, like short sleeves only in the summer because yep. it's hot. When I wore it and took it off in high school i had this thing in middle school my grandma forced me to wear long sleeves it would be like 80 degrees out and i'd go to school and i'd have to be covered up and the kids would be laughing like why are you covered up in the (laughs) summer and it's already a thing i already had a lot of spiritual abuse just from growing up at all before the hijab yeah before i felt like i was pressured to wear it by her now granted here's a fun fact my grandmother didn't wear it until my grandfather passed away. Really? She didn't wear it till my mom was like 14, so in like the 80s or something. So did you sense um, hypocrisy maybe? Yeah, and mm-hmm. here's another thing. My mom didn't wear it until she was in her mid to late 20s. She didn't wear it until after she was like coming to the U.S. in like 99 or 2000. And my mom and my grandma tell me stories and I see pictures. My mom wore short shorts growing up in Iraq. She wore short skirts. Mini- my grandma would buy her the mini skirts. And it was a thing, but raised in the West, they tell us it's different because... Mm. Back home, we can trust people. It's like, you know the environment, you know the people, you know people won't do certain things to girls there. Okay. But raised in the West, they know the American lifestyle and how it's so encouraged to drinking and wearing revealing clothes in this. So I was made to be more modest, which is why I felt the need to wear the hijab. I was like, okay, I have to wear it since everyone else is. And when I took it off, I had this like long fight with my grandmother for like months of like really you took it off how could you now people are gonna say this i already had a spiritual battle because being raised Iraqi religion is very centered in our households Mm -hmm. whether you're muslim or chaldean or christian or whatever and then taking it off it's even more centered and more brought up to this day, my grandma will be like, so when are you going to put it back on? Really? Like, ma'am, it's not coming back on anytime soon. <laughs> Let me get my Dean up, like, before I put it back on, if I ever do put it back on. So does she, like, think, um, like, the, when you grow up, this is just, like, a phase, or? I don't know what she thinks, to be honest. She's very, my grandma became more religious as she got older, mm-hmm. which is very hypocritical of the way she raised my mom and everyone yeah. else. Mm-hmm. It's like my family, once they came to the U.S., is when they became more religious. So now it's being pushed on me, especially living in the West. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole thing. But I'm just like, nope. Okay, let me, <laughs> let me ask you this. This is for both you and Amana. So me and Hara, we obviously, we look Muslim. So we feel very Muslim. So as non-hijabis... Do you feel less of a Muslim? I do feel less Muslim, especially when I see social media. Even non-hijabis, they're always trying to dress very, like, Middle Eastern and look Muslim. And I I low-key sit in my bedroom and I try on a hijab sometimes. Really? Why is that? I feel like it is a part of me. Like, a part of me wants to wear it. But a part of me knows if I do wear it, and I just know my past will come to haunt me, not in a good way. Like, I feel like people will bring up my past and be like, oh, well, she's just trying to wear a hijab to look like she's reformed and good and she did oh all this. Goodness. But she has this whole, like, list of mm-hmm. things she's done. Our community does not allow growth. And that's, like, something we yes. to, we They don't allow any growth. Yes. Like, if you were, whatever you did in the past, that's in the past. You've grown from it. That's not their business. 
it's very discouraging to wear it. You would think people, especially our yeah. age, mm-hmm. would push like we'd push each other to understand yeah. it to wear it, but instead they bully you so much to step away from your dean instead right. of step towards it. Like it's already hard being a Muslim in, in America, America yeah, yeah. era, being a girl that wears like even you guys are just gonna add on like it's hmm. just endless bullying pushing you away from Dean at this point. Okay, Amana. Tell us your perspective. Did taking the hijab off make you feel less of a Muslim? Honestly, no. I don't feel like wearing hijab or not is representing my faith and my religion. Mm -hmm. So because I practice my religion in my daily routines, like I say like, alhamdulillah, or I'll say inshallah or something. I feel like that is also like things that remind me daily that I am Muslim. I am blessed to be Muslim. And I feel very proud within myself. So... Whether I wear hijab or not, I don't feel any less Muslim because I am reminded every day how blessed I am, you know, Yeah. to be Muslim and be born into a Muslim family. Your everyday um, gratefulness or maybe your prayers and whatnot remind you that you are Muslim and need to keep you strong in your faith rather than yeah. the hijab. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's, that's an interesting, interesting yeah. yeah perspective. Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to bring up: Heba talked about how if she wore the hijab now, her past would come up, and they would say she only wore the hijab to cover up her past. Yes. Do you think that hijabis are considered not to have a past? No, I believe everyone has their own past. Every single person has their own struggles, mm-hmm. their own past. Things that they've done, they may regret, they may not regret. It could be right. something they are happy that they did, some things that they aren't happy with. That's okay to That's have all life. That. Yeah, it's like... life. It's okay to have. Hijabi or not, it goes both ways. And when you're a hijabi, it's amplified more when you do things that maybe the culture doesn't approve of. Mm-hmm. For example, dating. A hijabi woman dating is seen as like... A more worrisome thing than me dating. They'll be like, okay, maybe she doesn't have her dean. Maybe she's just not caring. She's not religious. It's fine. The standards in our community make it seem like, okay, if you're a hijabi, you're not allowed to do a single thing wrong Mm -hmm. your entire life, or else, like, God is going to hate you. But if you're not hijabi, like, "Uh, it's fine. God doesn't care about her. Mm -hmm. She's good. Let her do her own mistakes. Like, halas. God don't care about her. Whatever. No. I'm telling y'all, he loves me very much. He's kept me alive for 21 years. <laughs> Blessed. Um, let's wrap up this episode with what do we all think about the ridiculous lollipop meme? So the meme is a picture of a rapper covered in... I mean, I'm sorry, a lollipop covered in the rapper. And then the picture next to it is just a lollipop without the wrapper and there are like a bunch of flies on it basically what they're saying is that if you're not covered you can be sexualized yes Mm -hmm. i would like to say you know what i may be treated as the unwrapped wrapper but i know in my heart (laughs) like it's saying the wrapped one (laughs) it's saying it's okay they're saying it's okay if you're not covered it is okay for you to be sexualized because you're not covered you're covered in flies how ridiculous is that? That's very crazy. How is like that supposed to make the non-hijabis feel? Like, there are plenty of non-hijabis that are very faithful and modest. Doesn't mean that it's okay to sexualize them and, and harass them. No. What? That goes back to the what I said earlier was when I had guys treat me differently, mm-hmm. when I wear a hijab versus when I don't, and how they act around you. They instantly sexualize you the second you're not wearing a hijab. They assume right. you've done so many things. Versus a hijabi. I'm like, sweetie, the hijabi could have done worse than me. 
<laughs> it's yeah, it's, like there's no difference in it. You just don't know what we personally mm-hmm. go through. Having a hijab on doesn't define. I feel like okay, it does define who you are to an extent. Like, yeah, it doesn't make you more or less of a good person or what you consider to be Muslim. good. Yeah, you're not uh, instantly innocent if you're a hijabi. You're not mm-hmm. instantly not innocent if you're if not you're a hijabi. Okay, right. go both ways. Can you repeat that for us? If you're a hijabi, it doesn't mean you're innocent. If you're not a hijabi, it doesn't mean you're not innocent. That's all I'm going to say. Um, Amana, what do you think about the lollipop meme? Honestly, I know a lot of people personally who use it as reference in order to appease to younger girls to get them mm. to be more religious and put hijab on. I really don't think people understand how harsh this meme is it towards non-hijabis. It is. And then like how that said, it's very dehumanizing. Mm-hmm. Like me, myself, I didn't even realize how harsh it is until you guys like brought it up and, and spoke about it mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's very messed up and people need to stop referencing it. Because... Stop sharing the meme. If you're listening to <laughs> this, boycott stop. the lollipop even, meme. Even Please. verbally, even mm-hmm. verbally. I heard that story a lot as a child. Like, oh, it's such a good thing. Da, da, da. Like, you know, it's like brainwashing. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay, to end this podcast, wear it, don't wear it, do it for yourself, do it for your faith, do it for your God or our God. And don't let the outer world influence mm-hmm. your choices because if anything, yeah. if this podcast has taught us anything is that if you let um, everyone else influence your choices, you're not going to end up sticking with it. You're yeah. not going to be happy with it. Do it for yourself, do it for your faith. Also, I do want to say... I've never been hot in my hijab. How? <laughs> okay, wait. Have you guys had those it. really thick ones? Like the really cotton? I don't know, but I've always gotten this question, aren't you hot? And I've never been hot in that once. I don't know. It, it comes like a... I good, want your body temperature. Yeah, please. <laughs> my hijab comes with like an air conditioner or something. There's something going on. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned for our third episode. And you guys have a good day. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.